Wrong way. Hello, everyone. It's been a long time since we've been here on IG Live, but I'm really, really excited to be having this conversation today. It's going to be a quick one, uh, but Priscilla is the person uh, who's going to be joining us. Priscilla from, uh, sorry, Leslie Priscilla from Latinx Parenting, talking about the intersection of restorative justice and ending chancla culture. Um, and so if you are a person who is a parent, a person who's been parented, a person who is um, reparenting themselves in <laughs> this journey as we're navigating adulthood, or if you're a future parent thinking about like all the ways that you want to uh, prevent your kid from going to therapy and then like having to send them to therapy for other reasons, um, this is a space for you. So um, Priscilla, I see you coming on. Um, let me send that invite to uh, add you as a collaborator or invite you in. Hey, we did it. Hey, we did it. We did oh my goodness. It is so good to see you. And let's act like we haven't been talking <laughs> for the last hour and a half. So good to see you. So, oh my gosh, it's been so long. It's been five seconds. <laughs> and this Zoom call, uh, you know, in this Zoom world, in this uh, screen world, uh, you know, it's beautiful that we get to make connections um, in ways that like we couldn't have before, um, especially with people who are doing such important work. Um, at the intersection of so many uh, important issues. Uh, we're here to talk about um, restorative justice. We're here to talk about ending junk love culture, uh, but really about being the best future ancestors we can be in all of the ways um, that, that manifests in um, our living into our ancestral values of interconnection. So um, we have a little bit of time today to talk a little bit about, um, just plugging up front, um, our upcoming workshop this Saturday, uh, Saturday morning, if you're on the West Coast, an intro to restorative justice at the intersection of ending chancla culture. So restorative justice and parenting, but really for anyone who is looking to learn more about um, ways to be nonviolent in your communication with people um, in relationships. Um, thank you so much for uh, willing to be a part of this collaboration. I guess uh, we should ask you to introduce yourself, although um, I don't know how much of this audience is yours versus mine, but uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, I am Leslie. Uh, I go by Leslie Priscilla. I use she, her pronouns. Um, and I am the founder of this amazing organization, My Fourth Baby, which is what I call it sometimes, this Latinx parenting um, entity. And I'm also a mother to three actual children. Um, and so I, you know, I really center parenting. I center the evolution of um you know, our own journeys in the parenting process, and then also the reparenting process, which you mentioned earlier. Um, and we were talking about some of the intersections that Latinx parenting falls on earlier when you and I were connecting. Um, and it is restorative justice for sure, social justice, racial justice, uh, child liberation theology as well. Um, and, you know, cultural values and how to sustain culture in a way that is in alignment with what we want to hold as our vision 
um, as we move towards that vision and to be okay with shedding right everything that maybe is not going to come with us there um, that we have learned from colonization and other oppressive forces so uh, yeah it's a lot of you know it's not just parenting but I think that that's kind of the entryway that's like certainly was the catalyst for me at least into coming into um, some of these ruminations and like thought processes about how do I want to raise my children and like what's required in that and like what's it for and who is it for and what you know and so uh, I think a lot of people who come into the Latinx parenting space have experienced similar catalyzing um, uh, happenings you know when they have their babies and so I know that you also just became a parent and so congratulations I think that's so exciting and I want to hear like I know that we talked for like two hours or something ridiculous earlier and we didn't even talk about like we didn't even like you know scratch the surface or touch the surface of that but I would love to like hear you know how that experience has been for you just in the last month four months yeah yeah four months yeah for those who have been following Amplifier Day closely you'll know that I am a, a very new parent uh to to a beautiful four month old and as I was entering this journey as a parent, both as um, a person of uh, multiple ethnicities, partnered with somebody from a different ethnicity, um, all of them of the global majority, right, um, being a Black person, a Filipino person, and my partner uh, being Salvadoran, like all of that grew up with uh, we, I didn't call it chancla culture, but uh, if you're Filipino, like getting palo, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. or, or getting getting uh, spanked and, you know, for my wife being the chancla, we already knew that that's not something that uh, we wanted to uh, bring in. But um, in this era of, you know, gentle parenting, peaceful parenting, conscious parenting, uh, it was important for me to like really be intentional about both the relationship with myself, because that is ultimately what is going to have like the most impact um, on the way that I engage in relationship with my child. And so like doing my own work in therapy, um, having really intentional conversations with my partner about, you know, how we're going to do this work, be in a relationship with each other and what are the things that we're going to model, but also learn from people like you, also people like Damari, who we collaborated Mm -hmm. with a little before about, you know, how to really do this work, um, do this work well. I, I am, I'm low-key obsessed with the idea of how to be a better future ancestor, right? Um, fully acknowledging that, you know, you're talking about the intersections of so much of your working. So when I talk about restorative justice, yeah, it's about like repairing harm, but it's, th- there's so much harm in the world. And so that intersects with, with so much, there's so much harm that we're trying to repair, not just because of um, white supremacy, colonialism, uh, but like patriarchy, um, yeah. this, uh, the, the, the heteropatriarchy, right? Um, yeah. of, and of course, capitalism and um, the way that we're destroying the the earth um, and the environment. There's yeah. so many things that need to be repaired. And so when I'm thinking about what is the world going to be like, not just for my four-month-old when they grow up, but for um, future generations, I, thinking about, you know, um, the Haudenosaunee principle of seven generation thinking, right? Like leaning on the wisdom of folks who have come before us and, you know, the decisions that they made, the successes, the failures, the harm, the lessons that have come with that and making decisions that will not just benefit us now, um, but but long-term. And so restorative justice does offer a framework for that repair of harm, but also gives us a framework to like really live into those values that um, 
all of our ancestors, if you go back far enough, uh, tapped into whether it is um, in La Get, right? I am another you, you are another me, mm-hmm. Gapwa, um, mm-hmm. you know, the interconnection between all yeah. beings or Ubuntu, right? Like we have these words. Yeah. Um, even if you're a white person, I don't know what those <laughs> words are in your yeah. ancestry, Celtic, uh, Germanic, you know, yeah. whatever. Those things are like, those <laughs> roots exist. And, you know, doing right. this work is about like reviving these practices, these ways of being that are so relational um, that we've been really intentionally divorced from in the face of like late stage global capitalism and on top of yeah. all these other forces that we're, we're facing. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about um, earlier a little bit just about how like this is like a paradigm, right? And it's like, there's like all of us doing very much like aligned work and it like requires all of us right and like it really requires all of us to like really it's it's kind of like a cliche saying at this point like shift the paradigm like what does that actually mean you know like define the paradigm define like the arms and the legs and the head and like define this like beast that we are fighting so that we can come together and like recognize how we have to we have to come together in order to like contribute and to like use our medicine to to, you know, at every level, right? It's like, I work with parents mostly, um, but there's people that I've partnered with who work with youth specifically. There's people that I've partnered with that work in education specifically. There's work, you know, there's work to be done in the prison um, abolition um, movement, right? Like uh, child uh, welfare system abolition movement, like all of these things have, you know, amazing people um that I think have this like very much this shared vision of like what we're moving towards and and yeah I think that you know defining it right and like getting really real about the fact that like we we're still very much marginalized in like more nuanced ways right we're we're marginalized in ways that maybe we're not as concrete and as clear um but there's just so much work to do like I always say we will likely die like I will die for sure before chunkla culture is ended <laughs> right like I'm for sure like but you know the next day after I die like there will be still people being like that chunkla I'm just hoping to make some kind of like imprint right and I'm hoping that people kind of like join in their individual capacities to make this imprint against this like oppressive paradigm when you envision the world without chunkla culture what does that look like I'm not anti-chanclas, right? <laughs> like, I, like, I love chanclas. I wear them all the time. But I I think, you know, and, and let me just, like, define a little bit about, like, what chancla culture is. Like, it really is just the way that, like, oppression manifests in Latinx families between parent and child. So it's not just la chancla. It's also just, you know, verbal chancletazos. It's um, shaming, it's eye rolling, it's like just the ways that we violate our child's sovereignty and our child's identity. And and looking at it from the perspective of like, I, I learned that somewhere, right? Like that came from somewhere that was modeled at some point to me. Um, and so when I envision a world without that, it's like we all have the space to be able to really reflect on what the values are um, on the, on what we want to impart on raising future ancestors. Like, what does it look like? Like, do we have a vision actually of what we want our great, great, great grandchild, um, to embody, you know, what kind of feelings do we want 
them to experience what kind of sensations what kinds of experiences like and it's not just centered on the child but it extends out into community it extends out into the earth like we want the earth to survive and we want the earth you know and we want caretakers of the land to be uh gut like leading us and guiding as they did right as they did like i feel like we don't recognize how there's been like these 500 years but in the grand scheme of like how long humans have been on this planet, we just really have to remember, <laughs> like, it's just, it's a few generations back that our ancestors were caring for the land. You know, it's just a few generations back that there was connection to spirit in ways that I want my children, my, my future ancestors to be connected to spirit. Um, and so it's not anything new necessarily. It's something that we are remembering and then can integrate into, into their lives, right? Into our lives first and like forming those blueprints, reforming those blueprints, right? Taking what, from what we know reforming those blueprints and then giving that as a gift, right? Like reminding our children of their sovereignty and of, of their access to all these things that like, you know, for the last 500 years have been really hard to sustain. So that's a big question though, David. <laughs> like, that's like, what do you, like, I don't want to take, yeah. I mean, it's a big, and it, it's also like, that's how I define um, a chunk less world, right? But I feel like every family, every parent, every caregiver like defines it for themselves. And I think that autonomy is part of that, right? Autonomy over like, what does healing look like to you? What are those healing modalities that like are going to support you um, and your family and your children? And so there's nothing like prescriptive about ending chunk culture. Um, it's just an invitation, right? Into something that uh, does away with violence, right? It just really, it does away with violence, um, beginning with how we are violating our own sovereignty. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was a big question. And, you, you know, and I talked earlier, it's like, hey, that's a whole nother podcast episode that yeah. we will, like, just on that question, right? Yeah. But um, when people come into space with us on um, Saturday morning, um, we're going to dive into the, like, the, the, the nuances of the way that this work, these philosophies, these frameworks can be integrated into your life in the way that makes sense for you, right? Like, I love how you said, like, this is not prescriptive. Um, the, mm -hmm. the first agreement in community space that we'll make together is to expect unfinished business, right? Mm -hmm. We're not like giving you a, like a blueprint, a checklist of like, this is how you be restorative. <laughs> this is how you end. There are principles, there are values, yeah. there are ways of being, uh, but it's really an invitation um, for you and your family uh, to, yeah. to come along with us uh, through Latin, the Latinx parenting community, through the Amplify RJ community, um, through this larger community of folks we have here in social justice Instagram and other, other spaces <laughs> that uh, we continue to connect and build this movement with. Um, so if you you were to in the last few minutes like say the one thing that will uh you know really get people to say like hey lincoln bio right now i'm going to uh yeah. to, to, to sign up you're gonna be feeling real good <laughs> like i feel like it's really like i that's i think like my goal right is to like have people because i really like i like feeling um my like element like my preferred element um, most times when it comes to ending chunk culture is fire, right? Like I feel really like, like I feel very much, um, on fire. Like when I talk about ending chunk culture and like why it's 
just a beautiful like movement to be a part of. But I think one of the things that I have heard, I think just, and, and also you, right. Just like being in your presence, like feels really good. And so I, I want people to feel good. And I also want people to feel less alone. Like, I feel like we are still very much like, I know how, you know, social media has connected so many of us. Um, but I think that because this paradigm of violence and of, you know, oppression and like all these things are, is so big, we can still feel very isolated. And so I feel like what we're doing here is building community at the same time. Um, and so let's all like be on fire, but like together. Absolutely. <laughs> fire nation unite. Channel fire our inner Zuko. <laughs> That's another um, workshop. We need to do, we need to do a workshop where it's like the archetypes within the avatar series and like how it applies you know we're speaking about collaborations when they're when netflix comes out with that new show we need to have like this whole podcast debriefing all these episodes and you know you know those are those are the dreams those are the dreams but the vibes will be immaculate my favorite thing that folks um who come to amplify rj spaces say like you know i didn't know what i was coming for when i walked Mm -hmm. in but i got exactly what i needed um we really welcome you to come into those spaces wherever you are on your parenting journey or uh, journey Mm -hmm. of being parented um Mm -hmm. there's home for you there's community for you um and we can't wait to see you on saturday link in the bio sliding scale for accessibility Um, hit us in the dms if you have any questions email info at amplify rj um we'd love to get in touch um and we'll see you on saturday